Welcome back to Consider Yourself Hugged, a place for women. I am Tammy. And I'm Michelle. And we are so glad you joined us again. So you've put up with this for, what, two times now? So this is three. This is three. We were just talking um, about our last episode and Michelle was like, oh, I forgot to say this. And I was like, I forgot to say that. And we forgot to say this. And we should have talked about that. And we both were like, we have millions of episodes coming up right <laughs> did you say millions I did. <laughs> we'll be like um, i'm tammy i'm 103 now i'm michelle i'm 90 i'm feeding nursing home across the the hall from each other oh that's sweet with can you have cats in a nursing home i don't know i, I don't think one. i would mind would you i mean i don't want to be abused but i don't i don't mind i don't think I'll mind if I'm in a assisted living or something like pretty nice. I know. And they feed you and they cook for you. And I mean, you know, my You're mom like was there. I way off. Topic. I know. <laughs> Sorry. So what are we supposed to be talking about today? So we, we did our intro and then then our series is on. We talked about the mind. Yes. Now, today's on the body. Today's on the body. Yes. So we're going to put a link to an, an article this week. Um, no, I kind of, we chose this at random. There's just, if you Google any given topic about taking care of yourself, you're just going to get, I am going to say millions. Yeah. It'll be overwhelming. It will be. The amount of, of things that you will get back. And there is a lot of information out there right now because I think that people are concerned about like mental health and wellness, the body. It's just, we've been in an unusual situation for a long time. Well, and you said last time when I told you that I wasn't concerned about my children's physical health and you judged me. No, you didn't. (laughs) Just kidding. I am concerned, but it's like, for whatever reason, physical stuff has never been a trigger. So during this whole pandemic, I don't, we haven't talked about this. I, I'm not scared, like, at all. It's not, it just is not a trigger for me. So, I mean, I don't want to get sick, but I, and I want to make sure I'm, I'm careful to not infect anybody else you know but I I don't worry about it do you physically because we're talking about our bodies now um for not for me right I don't worry about it for me me. right not for me I mean I do worry about it from my dad who yes uh, yes because I had shared before that he has terminal cancer and I do you know, go up, visit, and see him. And even that, like, it was a decision to kind of think through, and I talked through it with him. Like, I'm still working. I work from home part of the time, and then I go in part of the time. And so I had the conversation with him, okay, what are your thoughts on this? And we just decided, you know, he has a limited amount of time. So Mm -hmm. that's a valuable time to us. And so that I was still going to go and visit him, even though I'm still working. So, no, I don't worry about it for me. But I have worried about it for him. Would he, does he get tested at all? Or does uh, he's he been tested, to? he's been tested once due to an exposure and he was negative. Um, and he is planning on getting the vaccine, I think next week. You brought up the, we'll come back to the article in a minute, but before we started today. Or maybe we won't. We, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We might not. We, who knows? I don't know. What, what did we get off on a minute ago? I don't, I don't know. Let's, okay, focus. So, but you talked about the vaccine. I mean, this is a very physical thing to talk about. What? And I, I, I contacted you and asked you a month or so ago, were you going to get the vaccine? And 
I trust, you know, your opinion and your, what are your, and you have a, she has a, you don't, you don't chem, uh, Michelle's background, mine's biology mainly, and hers is chemistry. When, and you, when you contacted me, I wasn't sure. Like when you first contacted me, I was not sure. I was still reading the, the research. Um, I'm very pro-vaccine ordinarily. I felt like this is a little bit of a different situation, so I wanted to read the research and the data. And me personally, I feel very strongly that that is a personal choice. And I mm. feel like, especially, you know, we're women, we're intelligent, you know, do the research and then decide Amen. for yourself. I'm, I'm very passionate about that. And I did the um, research, read the data, um, kind of talked through some of that also with a, a couple of people who were also kind of mm-hmm. we going back and forth. And I did make the decision decision to get the vaccine and you sent me some articles too yes yes i did share like the some of the research because i read um the the data from both pfizer and moderna to start with because i wasn't sure which vaccine i would have access to and then when i found out it was going to be pfizer i kind of switched to that but i read some independent kind of articles as well and sent you those because i like i said i'm very you know i feel very strongly that each individual should educate themselves. Don't rely on other people to um, to tell you what to do or this or that. And I'm also very. Um, By the way, let me interject that that has applications across so many areas of life. <laughs> everything, everything. Because <laughs> I, I feel like for, for me, and I know it's just from things of the past. Like automatically, if someone is trying to shame me into doing something, mm-hmm. for me, like it's an automatic no. And I've had to learn through time that I sometimes have to separate out the way someone is trying to get me to do something from whether I should the do it or not. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. like I need to look at the information independently and make the decision on my own because I am super bad about if there's any sort of like. But then, if someone tries to force you into it and you decide to do it on your own. It's not because they tried to force you. Right. You don't want to tell them. (laughs) And and I don't want to like not do something that I should do just because like someone tried to shame me into doing it, if that makes sense, because that's still the wrong choice for me. (laughs) But I, you know, just trying to separate out like those two things. So. And let me say, when you say try to shame you, and I, I won't point fingers at any particular realm of the world, but sometimes that shaming comes in the form of an authority figure. Sometimes. Someone in the public setting that, yeah, I mean, and so then that's hard because it might come from an authority figure in a community that you're intimately involved in. Oh, yeah, because there are just as many people, I think, on both sides, people who will tell you that it's ridiculous to do it and people who will tell you that it's ridiculous not to do it, but... You know, I just encourage everyone to, like, read the data themselves. Should we post a couple of those articles in the show notes? Yeah, we could do that. Okay. And then they can, these women can educate themselves, right? Absolutely. And then did did you ultimately go ahead and say what you decided to do? I did. I don't remember that. Yes, I did. um, It's been a little over a week ago I got the first um, injection. It was Pfizer. I had a sore arm for a couple of days, but no more sore than I've had with the flu vaccine before and maybe a little bit tired that afternoon and the next day but um it was first week back after christmas and then i worked on that saturday so not enough that i knew that it was for sure from that um the second dose is in two weeks now and i don't mind sharing like if i have any side effects from let us know but um no i didn't really have much of a reaction after that and i felt like it it went really well like in terms of like administration and so forth so I had never had the flu shot until this year 
You're kidding. But we didn't know that. <laughs> well, and you know, I think I have the immune system of a horse. Is that the right expression? I mean, I just, I don't get sick hardly ever, 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 ever. And, and so I just didn't, but I decided this was the year I should probably get it. And I had no, no side effects from it at all. So, I mean, I don't enjoy having a shot, but other than that, it was good. We all went together. My Aww. husband and the kids, we all went together, which was kind of fun. So, anyway, we'll probably get, I don't know, I haven't decided yet about the vaccine, but I mean, I'm leaning. I'm, I'm kind of just right where you are, you know, that I, I'm pro-vaccine. I want to learn a little bit more. I've read yeah. that article. Um, but but it's, it's still about taking care of your body and making those choices about how you will do that. So I, one of the, this article that I pulled up, it's titled, um, and it's on healthy women, just healthywomen.org. And it's seven ways to take control of your mental and physical health during COVID. Um, a couple of them, I'm going to skip kind of past, I'm I'm just going to pull a couple of them out. Um, because this is, we're talking about your physical body. One of them was be more intentional with your nutrition. Um, so we, with with all the kids being home, we, yeah, we're go ahead say <laughs> we're talking about nutrition. I mean, we we do have like a, a bowl of chocolate. Let's take a here. picture of yeah. that. We'll just, wait, that bowl of chocolate that on there, did have yeah. more chocolate. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it's yeah. less now. Yeah. Wait, here's the here's the wrappers that have gone. <laughs> There's some dark chocolate in there. That's supposed to be have good. you eaten any? <laughs> you had to ask. I that. did. <laughs> That is, but well, there's Mr. Good Bars, which I don't know if you knew. They're the little, they're the um, Hershey miniatures. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they're teeny tiny, but Mr. Good Bars, one of my very favorites. Oh, really? Yes. And the crispy ones. <laughs> so yeah, we are talking about nutrition, but that's that's a. I think more people are cooking than ever, right? Because we can't always go out to restaurants as much. I don't know where you're where you live. Um, here in Tennessee, we're pretty open, but but there's a lot more cooking going on. And since my kids have been home, we've all like I, I told you earlier, we decided the other night to have Italian night. Now it's going to be a nutrition or a tradition over the years. So my son has started baking, so he made homemade noodles. My other son has gotten into cooking. He made homemade pesto. I made homemade when I say homemade chicken piccata. I didn't grow the chicken or anything like that, but chicken piccata. We had focaccia bread that was made from scratch, and then I can't remember what we oh brownies with homemade salted caramel. Now none of that is nutritious per se, but the cooking part. It was such a, I mean, it was a mess. It was loud. It was chaotic. We didn't even wash the dishes till the next day. But I think this is part of your, your body, that, that act of cooking together. It was such a bonding experience for us. And that, that food made us happy. Right. And like mind, body, spirit relationships. I mean, that like connects like the fact that you're all there cooking together. Yeah. But, but then we also, I mean, I've, I've made the choice to cut out a lot of meat so we're having a lot of salads and um I've started to intermittent fast we've talked about that and it's all been really good for me because that fasting is sometimes it's harder than others right now it's hard by fasting I mean for me because you're doing it you've done it sometimes I've done too. it in the past yeah so it's intermittent is you know you just choose the time that you're going to eat and you let your body sort of come down from all the blood sugar stuff for a longer period of time. But I also fast completely on Mondays. It's been good for me as a as a choice, as weight control. I'm trying to, my cholesterol's keep creeping up as I get older. 
Um, my blood sugar is probably not so great because I'm addicted to sweets. So nutrition, making choices. Um, that was one of the things on here. Um, but I would like, will, will you mind? One of them is get moving and make it fun. I want to hear about your exercise because you've really devoted a lot of time to it for what, a couple years or more? Three. Yeah, three years. But um, and it, like, I kind of talking in a second about nutrition, oh, which sure. kind of goes into um, this as well. Like, I think that one of the things with nutrition that, like, I think, like, as you were talking about making things homemade and from scratch, like, my stress level's rising. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> so, but I think that, like, it's important that we also talk about, like, picking the things that are fun. Oh, that's so good. And that are positive for you. For like, you. Nutrition, I feel like, is something that we could talk about with women that we have really, at times, like, beaten ourselves up about. Like, what we are supposed to be eating, what we are supposed to be doing. And I think people are cooking more now because a lot of people aren't eating out. And that generally can be healthier. But I think that not being too... um, Not being hard on yourself about... About anything. Yeah. Like, the whole thing is, like, what is it that's going to be positive for you? Like, you know, cooking with your family, if that's a positive, then do it. If If it is not, not, then, like, don't do it. And I do definitely feel like that what you eat affects, it it affects how you feel. Um, Healthy eating is, of course, very important. Mm -hmm. But I think, like, there's a lot of, um, like, there's a huge spectrum there in terms of what that looks like for women. Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes, like we mistake nutrition for excessive dieting or being excessively thin or needing to look a certain way. So when we are talking about nutrition, we are kind of talking about things that are promoting positive mental health, cooking with your family if that's positive, and things that nourish your body and make you feel good. And we're joking about the chocolate, but we don't eat, I mean, it's not excessive amounts, but it still is something that's like, it's it's positive it's kind of a tradition like ever since we were teaching together we would like eat a piece of chocolate at break we'd meet this and at break and talk and and when i told you when i got here i said when i walked in so there's this bowl of chocolate and and i i promise you this is absolutely the way i'm driving here and just this popped in my head out of the blue michelle's gonna have chocolate when i get there and i'm gonna say to her that is why we are friends it's not the only reason yeah okay but yeah, like kind of um, with exercise, I didn't start well, before. Go, so go ahead. I'm so glad though. You are so thoughtful about, you know. Can you tell that she is that she is a nurse practitioner who cares about people's mental health? Because I'm just like blah blah blah, and we could, and you're like, but but make sure you don't put that pressure on yourself and do it. Because if if you were just talking about how you gardened with your family, my anxiety level would go up because that is just it's not in my I'm not a gardener I never have been thinking about trying to go out and make the yard just look pretty would make me go (gasps) so it it does have to be about you and you're right too about the the food issues you know not eat healthy because it's good for you 
or fast because it's there's a reason it makes you you're doing good. it. Right, because it makes you feel good. It's positive. Yes, not yeah. because... And, and let me just say one more thing, too, because when, when I tell people that, that I'm doing the intermittent fasting, just make sure that a lot of times what I'll get from people is, oh, I could never do that. Um, I just want to make sure that that phrase, I could never, or... I don't know if this is an okay to say. Just be careful about saying I can't do something or I have to do something because those phrases are so, I just happen to think of this, are so constraining, right? They, they yes. make you feel like you don't have a control to make a choice. And we, I want, I want us as women to feel empowered to make choices. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like yeah. with the intermittent fasting, you mentioned that I had had tried it, and I, I tried it. I do feel like it's it's been a while ago. I feel like there were some positives, but I also looked at the negatives. I really, really like didn't enjoy it. And for me, I made the decision that you know the positives did not for me outweigh the negatives, and so I don't. But for you, the positives do yeah. outweigh the negatives. So it's a personal choice, and like. I think that like it is perfectly fine to try something and be like, nope, this didn't make didn't me work. feel better. You know, it's, this is not a positive for me, so I'm not going to do it anymore. It's completely fine to do that. And you can even change it. There are days when I, it's supposed to be a fasting day. There have been some Mondays and I'm like, I don't want to do that today. Mm-hmm. And especially if it's a relationship thing, like maybe someone special is in and we want to share a meal together. Well, I don't want to lose out on that. So I won't fast today. Okay, enough about nutrition. So anyway, but that was really good what you brought up. I'm so glad you did. So let's talk what about are we moving exercise. on to? Oh, exercise. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like um, you had mentioned, I did start an exercise program three years ago. There was a shift with my um, job, and it was kind of a, a fairly sudden change that I was anxious about in the beginning. And that's really when I started going, um, starting started an exercise program after work. And it, I just can't necessarily even express like how helpful it was at that time in reducing anxiety and improving sleep. Because with that change I was, and I'm sure it was, there were multiple things going on, but with that change, um, I did have some increase in worry mm-hmm. and it was affecting my sleep. And I'm not really someone who generally, um, takes a lot home with me from work but at that time I was and so it was a really good transition from like leaving work going to the gym I remember this yeah I mean mm-hmm. I talked about it even back then like going I didn't to the remember gym it before but I do now was I mean it was such a transition and what I had to pick for me I picked something not that I'm I'm, I'm absolutely not athletic in any way and so this was something that there was a lot of variation to like there was it's a class there was a lot of warm-up activities and you kind of really had because I'm not athletic naturally I really had to focus on what I was doing just to try to do it even halfway right was it a class where other people were in there too oh it was class yes where other people were in there too most of them um athletically a, a lot of them athletically inclined it kind of draws that kind of um crowd and so yeah it was it was did you do humbling. the comparison thing? Did you do the OMI is oh, what good? Do, or? I mean, that's a great question. So in the beginning, I was so far away from everybody else that like that couldn't really even be a thing. Like I think that like, and having been in this particular 
like class for three years, I will say that like I do think that like my stuff was modified quite a bit more than like even other people, like new people who've come in that I've seen. Like I, it, <laughs> yeah. Well, I had never been to an exercise class before in my life. Oh wow. Yeah, and so um, this was somewhat intense. That's so, inspirational. Never in your life. Never. Mm-mm. And, you and just, I had actually even like gotten a membership at the rec center. I had never gone. I had a membership for a week and hadn't gone. So like I did this and like the, the fact that there was a lot of variation and you had to focus on, I had to focus on it to do it or to learn how to do it was really good for me because it, it meant that I left work at work and then I had to focus on that and then I came home. That's so good. yeah, so it was a, a big, it was, it was very helpful in that. Plus the exercise, I think that like there's a lot of research that exercising a certain amount of hours exercising at all but especially exercising a certain amount of hours before you go to bed is great at helping with sleep so immediately kind of stress level or from work um, I know you don't like the word stress. I know. I was so proud of you earlier because I, I could tell that I thought you were going to say the word and you chose not to. And Let me, let me say okay. that differently. The, I, I show grace. The anxiety and worry <laughs> that I was experiencing, I that immediately went down and my sleep immediately improved. And there, I've really learned to enjoy some things in it that I did not originally. There was some weightlifting in it. And I find that to be really helpful for like anxious energy as well. So, and you've you've stuck with it for for three years. Three years. Mm-hmm. And it, and I'm it, by no means like I'm still not at the level like anywhere near the level of like most of the other people. But it's still I I gave up on the com- like I think there was a short period of time where I probably did do some comparison. But the reality is, it's beneficial to me regardless of where I like finish in the class. So now is like, are you at a place now where you can't imagine not doing it? I can't imagine not doing some sort of like intense activity because I feel like it's just that helpful to me. So you said something a minute ago that I thought was, cause I don't like my main exercise is just walking. Um, but I have a, you know, I have an 85 pound golden retriever who's, he's two, yes. almost three. And so he needs, and that keeps me, you know, that keeps me going. But the thing that I find, especially with the mind body connection is during my walks, at least if I'm by myself, I'm not always by myself now, but I like have these epiphanies and these, I mean, I've planned, I've planned seminar topics. I've mapped out sessions. I've spoken notes into my phone when I wrote, I've written part of books by walking mm-hmm. But that's, this, this is, this is new to me. So, but then what you are talking about is almost the opposite where the exercise you did was so like focused on what you were doing and technique and intense that you couldn't think of other things, which was this perfect transition from the work environment to letting that go. I mean, that's like two totally different things right. that are yeah. both important. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. For, you know, like weekends, like I enjoy running where, but it's kind of like it wouldn't work for me after work because when you're running, you're you think. think, you just think. And so, yeah, absolutely great. Both, you know, walking um, class, it's both great, but they do accomplish two different things. Like your mind is doing two different things during those. And then somewhere in between, 
maybe because we talked in the last session a little bit just about yoga as far as the, mm-hmm. the mind part of it. That's kind of like a, okay, so my first yoga class was last night. I hope so. I didn't know that was your first class. That was my first so. yoga class. So my oldest son, who introduced me to intermittent fasting, he's made a lot of changes in his life over the past few years, but he's been doing yoga. So last week we cleared out the living room and he and my daughter and, and I did just like a 20 minute, like I don't, he subscribes to something, but it was, it was very light. It was very simple. And it was just right there in our living room. So last night was our first class and I found it. I mean, I really, I did enjoy it. Um, I'm sore. There was, it was an hour and it wasn't like super intense, but it was still, I had no idea what was going on. So I was frustrated um, part of the time, uh, but I was trying to do well. There was no condemnation at all, but I still wanted to do it right. But when she was talking about like looking at a certain spot and just focusing on your breath, I did find that hard to just focus on my breath, especially during the quieter parts where my mind started drifting. Now you do yoga. How long? I, you- no, I just, I really just recently started. You did? Um, a couple months. It was my first class. I don't know exactly. I don't remember exactly when. Um, what I really enjoy about it is the concept of figuring, like paying attention to where a feeling lies in your body. Like where are you feeling that in your body? Because I think that like, that that's important. And I do think like you mentioned like focusing on your breath, like that is something kind of with the mindfulness meditation that I do think takes practice. I don't do it enough. Like there's a lot of like five minute activities where you really just kind of sit and focus Mm -hmm. on your breath state and try to stay present in the moment. You focus a lot on not beating yourself up. If you have you know thoughts that that do come in your mind, because that's especially like supposedly, although like I um, haven't done mindfulness meditation or the yoga a whole lot that, that that does like the time that you can do that. It's going to expand. Well, that's what I thought. Yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. But I did. There's she... a long answer to get to that. Was a long no, no. Talking. <laughs> did you get to that answer? Sorry. No, not because what you said about, and, and she said it and the woman in the, the television class, whatever you would call it. She said it too, was, you know, Okay, these are my words. You're, you're feeling, I know you're feeling this discomfort in this stretch, but just feel it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. It, like, and again, my own words, you aren't going to die. Of course, you're going to feel this stretch. It's not going to be forever. Just go ahead and feel it. You know, obviously not if you're in excruciating pain and die, you know, but, right, but right. I was like, huh. Like, just knowing, telling my body that, that, because last night just I don't remember what it was called but it was toward the end and it was a stretch we did with the hip and I was like wow and I didn't like it and then my arms were shaking a little bit because of but I was like oh and she did you know she t- just feel it it's gonna be fine I was like oh it's gonna be fine the whole concept like that discomfort is not fatal like, Ooh, I, I like that yeah. I'm writing that down and there's you know it, I'm gonna put that in our show notes so you're sure it's not fatal? Well, <laughs> we should uh, we we should definitely address the fact that it, you know it depends on what's causing the discomfort. Okay. If you're pinned Most, under a car and you're discomfort, <laughs> right, right. I mean, like it, it is definitely true at times that pain is your way, your body's way of telling you something's wrong. But like when it comes to exercise, like that type of discomfort, 
paint. I do feel like it is a good way to, to get your body used to the fact that, you know, being uncomfortable is not fatal. I, I do think that, like, over time, people have gotten more used to the concept or, or kind of maybe more, um, we hold on to the belief that we're not supposed to be uncomfortable. Mm. Like, we're not, we're, everything's always everything's supposed to be supposed at the right be- temperature, you know, like suing stores for having coffee that's too hot. Like, how right. could you not make this just right for me? Right. So we're not supposed to be uncomfortable. We're not supposed to be inconvenienced. And so, like, that's that's a little bit of the mindset. So, like, kind of doing something that shows, you know what? I have a positive gain from this. So the discomfort that I experience, like, to get that is not fatal to me. It's it's a part of It's part growth. of my growth. Yes. Well, and that's, a, again, a lesson that can go so far beyond. But then also do listen to your body and know your And you can't know your body well enough if you don't pay attention to it and listen and nourish it and exercise it. But I did mention to you, you know, I used to run. So I used to run two or three miles every day. And then when I started traveling and speaking, I just, I don't know, it was just hard. So I stopped. And then I had a piece of cartilage it was floating in my knee a few years ago. I was going to have surgery, but then it wiggled its way out. Um, and then I had a couple of other issues that came about. But my doctor said that I could run until I couldn't. So a couple of weeks ago, I decided to try it again. And on my fourth run, the knee started catching on me. But my son was so, you know, I was so disappointed. And he was like, Mom, you just, you got to find something else to do. You just, you can't run. So, yeah. I mean, not that he, you know, I mean, he was being encouraging because he knew that I was thinking, I mean, I think he could see that I was like, well, maybe I'll just try it. Just, it's like, why would you, you know, it. you yeah. have that in yeah, your knee. told, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so listen to your body, you know, find, it's just like what you said earlier, be intelligent, you know, research what it is you want to do, try it. If it doesn't work for you, try something else. If you're, but feel the, dis, it's, you're going to feel some discomfort, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. All that stuff. Right. Always weighing out on positives, negatives. You know, are there more positives? Yeah. These are powerful, intelligent women of 2021. Take care of your body. Absolutely. All right. Well, I think that's all we got for today. Am I right? That's all I got. So that was fun. We hope that you had fun. And we thank you again for joining us today and hanging with us. Remember, uh, next week we'll talk about women and and the spirit and spirituality. And then at some point we'll have a guest to go deeper on the body that we just talked about. So post your questions, your comments, wherever you're listening. Please continue to pass the show link along to your friends. And subscribe, download, review, wherever you're listening. That helps us so much. Head over to where we're currently having conversations at TammyWest.com, and that's where we'll have the show notes with the links, and we'll have the chocolate pictures and all that stuff in it. If you haven't joined the private Facebook group for Women the Stress Club, the link will be in the show notes for that too. And that's where we'll have a lot of our conversations about just lots of things women um, and this whole concept of stress. So that's it. Thank you so much for listening and growing our place for women. And until next time, ladies, consider yourself hugged.